You're listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. And we're back again, episode 22, Double Exposure Show with myself, Petro, and Sophia. You can find the show notes for this episode on doubleexposure.show slash episode slash 22 and join the conversation on Facebook with us at Double Exposure Show Group. And Sophia's covering her face (laughs) trying to hold laughter in. Well, before we started this episode, I was telling Petro about how my cat, Ego, likes to hide (laughs) behind curtains. And then he makes like peeping noises and he meows and stuff until someone comes and finds him. Like, I swear the cat likes to play hide and seek. (laughs) And I, you were literally counting down to start the episode. And I look over and all I can see is his little feet (laughs) behind a curtain. (laughs) And you started to talk and all I could hear (laughs) coming from behind the curtain is (laughs) meh, meh. (laughs) <laughs> little jerk so i'm sure he's gonna be out at some point during this episode oh why not oh goodness gracious it, some of you might actually hear uh some rustling in the background that's because uh tank he's fighting with this black s curve like s it's shaped like a letter s okay and it's this black rubber toy that for lack of a better term kind of looks like a sex toy um <laughs> And um, he loves it. I don't know. He, it's one of the few things he hasn't been able to destroy. So if you hear noise in the background, that's what's going on. But I won't stop him. He's having way too much fun. You know. <laughs> I'm sure the majority of our listeners also have pets. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Well, you know, I, I have a lot of fun doing this this podcast. But today I was thinking, I'm like, what if I had like one of those scratch tickets, like crosswords, and I just did that while we recorded an episode i have no idea why that came in my mind today it's like um, it's not it's not impossible i could probably pay attention to well them. okay get your scratch ticket out then petro because i have something to talk about briefly okay well i don't actually have one so i'll just pretend okay. all right so you know my <laughs> headshot post that i that i made on linkedin uh yeah did you actually read it nope I apologize. For goodness sake. Well, it would be very helpful if in the future you would read these things because I'm about to email or email. I'm about to read you an email response from someone to that article. And she's not very happy with me. Oh, come on. Yeah. So um, basically, I modified that article a little bit. And by that, I mean, I cut parts out of it just to make it shorter. And I sent it to my email list. Um, and... I, my email list, one of the options that people can choose is to receive emails on like photography tips and like being ready for your photo shoot and stuff. So this woman wanted this type of email, so she got it and it says, Hey, and then her name that I'm obviously not going to give away. And then it it launches into the article about how, um, people are on LinkedIn to get a job or to profess, impress people professionally and how I see too many um, people using totally unprofessional um, headshots for their LinkedIn profile, like completely Mm -hmm. unprofessional. 
So <laughs> she emailed me back saying, I normally wouldn't bother emailing people back when I receive emails soliciting business, but it has fired me up in such a manner that I had to respond. I can't believe you are attempting to drum up business using such negative and derogatory comments about people's profile photos on LinkedIn. <laughs> Obviously, you are viewing professions profiles, then sending us all the generic email starting stating that our headshot is out of date and you would like us to hire your company for a photo shoot. The manner in which you are attempting to lure people to hire you is completely unprofessional behavior. Your statements and remarks are crude and undesirable. I must not be the only person offended by the, com the, the comments such as, you're on LinkedIn to make professional connections, but I see too many folks with less than professional profile pictures that are more appropriate for Tinder. It looks like a mugshot. It looks like you cropped yourself out of a photo from your cousin's wedding, and I can't really see your face. Also, I saw you last week, and I think you've lost weight. End quote. <laughs> I was just going to say that I I did actually read <laughs> some of this. I, I perused yep. this uh, <clears throat> post. And I was going to say that I guarantee you that she has an issue with you talking about people losing weight <laughs> or gaining weight. That that's exactly what was on my mind. Yeah. And then you you wrapped yeah. it up with you that you lost weight. That's like an intentional dig at you right there. <laughs> it's just like a poke. She just poked you in the side, like ah, oh, poke in the ribs. So how do you like them apples? End quote right there. And then she goes, seriously, actually, <laughs> yeah. the photo I used was from a trip to Europe. So clearly you send a scripted email using the exact same comments to other professionals on the LinkedIn site. I am sending you this email not to be mean, but perhaps you will learn something and change your manner in which you are attempting to gain clients for your company photography for ridiculously happy people. If you proceed in a more professional and positive manner, you may be able to create quite a lucrative business. At this point in time, I am not interested in hiring you. Ridiculously unhappy with your comments. So <laughs> it kind of dawned on me that this woman thinks that I found her on LinkedIn and then sent her an email. Absolutely. Um, which is not the case because this woman received this email because she was in my mailing list. Which means how does she make it to your email? Your <laughs> she list? would have um, to end up in <clears throat> the group that she was in that got emailed. She would have had to yep. download like my picture perfect guide. So she well, there you go. Not, her fault. She not only downloaded instructions to look better for your photo, but she's been <laughs> receiving my emails for months. So she you knows she's really... in my mailing list. <laughs> I, I I want you to send out an email to your. Um, email list advising them to listen to this episode so we can kind of call her out and continue oh. our mean streak from last <laughs> week <laughs> well i did respond to her saying thanks for your feedback and i'm sorry to have offended you i will keep your comments in mind when writing in the future at this time i will unsubscribe you from my mailing list it seems i'm not the right photographer for you but you are welcome to nice. resubscribe <laughs> at any time but what really got me back. was that i then logged into linkedin and this woman is not on my linkedin profile so she probably found um, my uh, download, like my app through yep. Facebook and then went to it and then downloaded it. So she looked at my LinkedIn profile, which means mm -hmm. she popped up on LinkedIn saying, so-and-so looked at your LinkedIn profile. So I went and looked at her LinkedIn profile. And of course, her profile picture is completely inappropriate as a professional headshot. 
I agree. <laughs> I don't. I can't see it, but I, I just know for a fact it is. And bu- I think you've touched on something here. Goodness gracious! Um, did she not say she used a photo from a trip to Europe? She did, <laughs> and she was yeah. offended that I sent out a scripted email to a mailing list that she joined. Because I. Well, what What do you want, want me to say? I you, don't. You know that she's being a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this to me is funny. It's funny. And so I actually have booked so far two headshots from that email. And then also one of my clients emailed me saying, do you, are you saying you don't like my headshot on LinkedIn? So I went to his profile. We were not connected. So I sent him a request and then I could see his profile picture. And I was like, in fact, I do not like your LinkedIn profile picture. You look angry. I think we need to update that thing. So, like, anyone who knows me thought it was funny and pretty much everyone else. And then this woman. Basically, what I'm trying to get at, people, is that not everyone is going to be happy with what you're doing. And my company, like, Photography for Ridiculously Happy People, which is my slogan, not my company name. My company name is Sophia Lemon. Um, I use a lot of humor in my writing (laughs) and when I'm working with people. So um, not everyone is going to get my sense of humor. And I don't want to work with the people who don't get my sense of humor because it's just going to be an extremely painful experience for everyone. Um, So not everyone is going to like what you're doing marketing wise and don't be too offended by it. (laughs) I wish I could just tell her to shut the up i should so. i should have i should have went and looked at her profile and then been like actually your picture is not appropriate for linkedin you know what what blows me away is there's individuals like this individual that will complain about you finding creatives way creative ways to solicit business which in reality this this is both a public service announcement and a way to drum up business which yeah. i give you kudos for good job you're actually spending time networking and you know marketing yourself so this person will has a problem with an individual business owner doing that yeah this is the person who's going who's going to lose their mind and talk about super bowl commercials and how awesome they are and you know well what do you think these companies are doing they're trying to get in your head and trying to market to you you silly freaks well and again Um, i didn't directly solicit business from her she joined my mailing list well, that's the, that's it. People don't realize half the time. And, oh, this is kind of one of my uh, pet peeves about the bridal shows is when they collect emails from uh, these brides-to-be that they later give to yeah. people like you and I, they don't really explain that you might get some emails from people. Like, I've, I've had angry emails written yep. back to me saying, you know, I... I don't know why you're emailing me. I actually have a photographer already. I know. Honestly. I'm not, not sure. It's like. Like at wedding well, shows, they should not be. I, I, not that they shouldn't be giving out brides emails, but it just doesn't make sense to me to go to a bridal show to get a list of 300 brides to email all of them. Like I only take the emails from the brides that I talk to. Right. Um, I do two things. I send out two emails. So I'll send out an email to the brides we talk to and collect their email. Mm -hmm. But also I will send a general email inviting people to subscribe to our list and check out our website. But in that email, I actually say, thank you so much for coming to this bridal show. If we didn't get a chance to meet, I wanted to extend a a show special to you. Mm Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah, and then that makes I go sense. on to say, but right, I don't it, think a lot just... of people do that well, though. Oh God, no. <laughs> I've signed myself up to see what kind of solicitations I would get, and every, <laughs> it's, it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah, show I, last show I did, there was ten photographers, and I only got two emails. Um, I got almost every single DJ emailing me, almost every single <laughs> like vendor. Yeah, I think as photographers, we just we're just kind of lazy. We're hoping that the business will come to us. Yep. Oh, I don't know. This was just funny. Concludes this episode for. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I guess I'll read you like the first part <clears throat> of this article, like mm-hmm. it, the email. Well, format, I've read it. The email format that I sent. Um, oh, okay. Just to give you an idea of like my type of humor that I use in my business regularly. So anyway, it, the email reads: "Hey, first name." Your LinkedIn profile picture is out of date. It's a few years old. And, well, it isn't even a headshot. It looks like you cropped yourself out of a photo from your cousin's wedding. And I can't see your face. Also, I saw you last week, and I think you've lost weight. You look great. Why are you still using this old pic? You're on LinkedIn to make professional connections, but I see too many folks with less than professional profile pictures that are more appropriate for Tinder. You probably need a new profile pic if you've never gotten a professional headshot. It's a selfie or has an Instagram or Snapchat filter on it. There is a photographer's watermark on it. It is one to three (laughs) years old. You've drastically changed your haircut or color since. Your weight has changed by 20 pounds or more. You are not looking at the camera. It looks like a mugshot. It's a crop photo of you and your friends, family, or ex. It's an uncropped photo of you, your friends, family, or ex. Your hair is in your face, or you can't see both of your eyes in your picture. You look hot as hell, but you can't clearly see your face. (laughs) (laughs) And I think mean by hot as hell, like the temperature's too high, or like you're in a bikini and you're standing on the beach and you're backlit. Ah, Yeah, (laughs) like good for you. (laughs) Not appropriate when you are trying to connect with professional folks. Anyway, like everyone listening to the podcast kind of gets that you need a professional headshot but i just thought it was it was too funny anyway this is my brand people like i joke around well i don't know i'm sarcastic okay i can't not be sarcastic as we all know by now um (laughs) true some some would even say you're more sarcastic than me nobody would Um, say that let's face hmm. it I might be more obviously sarcastic. True. Like I'll say something sarcastic and then be like, did you get it? Did you get it? (laughs) (laughs) Whereas you will say something and and people will be like, I don't get uh, it. (laughs) Is he serious? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I get that all the time, which, which backfires a lot because I'll be serious and nobody believes me. Um, like well, I do last... remember that happening from time to time. <laughs> I don't believe you. No, no, true story. Yeah, right. Oh my god. And it's frustrating to me. I'm like, why don't you believe me? And then I just think about it. I'm like, oh yeah, my fault. I'm, yeah. I'm really serious. <laughs> so well, um, I know that we were we were going to talk about a particular topic today, and I don't. Oh, I had such a good way to segue into it. Okay, go, go, well, do it. Essentially. Let's do it. Let's pretend this this couple of sentences didn't happen. So I guess Sophia, you would say that your 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 email to your uh, potential clients just wasn't this woman's style. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Apparently so not. But no, right? I, I 
I know you don't really, you haven't lost any sleep over it. Um, but sometimes well, honestly, people... so I, I got it, I read it, and I was like, I need five minutes, and then yeah. I'm going to send her a nice, polite response. Oh, she's so lucky. And delete her from my mailing list, and then <laughs> I'm going to go on with my life. <laughs> yeah, that's key, right? That's key. Mm-hmm. Just just move on, <laughs> move forward. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what, what I want to talk about is style, yeah. And what is style? Should we define oh, it? Do people know crap. what style is? <laughs> Do you have any style, Petro? <laughs> oh, Can I'm, I tell you something? I'm no offended. I think that I have like absolutely no style whatsoever, like in the wardrobe department well, n- n- and the hair now department. Now you're talking fashion. Not that we can... T- is that not what we were talking about today? No. We were oh. talking about shooting style. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we stop and start over? It's only been 16 no. minutes. No. Okay. <laughs> um, you know well, what? You, I also, you do yes. have style. Don't don't even go there. Um, okay. You knew me when I was in college and university and I was a dork. Well, and I dressed for the most part pretty terribly. No comment. You can if I can admit it, you can admit it. <laughs> the thing and by is the you way, didn't everyone, look bad, right? It's it's Oh, well that's good. And that there's that's positive. You can either dress really well where you make an impact where people remember that or you can dress so poorly where the people, you know, you make quite an impact. <laughs> Perhaps the smell contributes to it too, and people remember that as well. Are you saying well. I stank? I, Did I smell? Completely, ob- obviously not. Completely opposite of that. I'm saying you could have those two impactful styles where people will remember that. Um, however, there's something to be said about being consistently average because you just blend in, you kind of coast through, and you know the impressions and the impact you make on people's lives can be through other means than your wardrobe <laughs> and your style. So yeah, like if I if I ever think about you know if if somebody talks about gingers, I, I immediately think of you. And to tell you the truth, Uh-oh. I know a lot of people who are ginger. I probably have at least ten friends. But so, I probably talk about it the most, though. Perhaps, right? And <laughs> and maybe maybe your your hairstyle is actually what contributes to me remembering you, right? I never think, oh my god, you got to see this Sophia chick. Let me pull out a photo. Okay, this is her because LinkedIn profile, hot. by the way. Doesn't it look like it belongs on Tinder? Yeah, and also she lost twenty pounds. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I believe that. My LinkedIn profile picture was on Tinder, but that was just a gosh darn good like photo of me <laughs> for Tinder. Well, which you took, by the way. Uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I love it. Like I, I did it backwards. Like my Tinder picture should have been on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though, I think the the kind of photos you put on Tinder would. Um, would yeah, mean... my photos on Tinder are good because they actually flip and look like me. For goodness' sake. There you go. Although. I'm not on Tinder at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad thing. I got angry and deleted it. Anyway. <laughs> the point is, I think it's funny what you were saying about there being like either really good style or really bad style. Because when we started talking about this topic, I was like, oh my God, what are we going to talk about? Like style, who cares? Like yeah. you either have it or you don't or whatever. Anyway. Well, and that, so, that, it's funny you say that because it actually goes a lot further. It goes into the shooting style that I'm about to talk about because well, I, you can, I you can it have, you, was it what, who's talking? <laughs> I, I don't clearly, you know what? 
<laughs> You're drinking, so I'm going to talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tea. I am drinking tea, so everyone is clear. <laughs> <laughs> right, because when I say you're drinking, that means that you're boozing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, based on all the giggling in this episode, people might start to wonder. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, uh, but you know, your shooting style reflects a lot of what I said about your style as an individual because you could, it's all about impact. It's, it's really the key word of the day impact because your style could make an impact where the person remembers it and they go, holy frig, that's, <laughs> I gotta have that. That's got to be my headshot. That's got to be my Tinder profile pic. That's got to be my wedding yeah. style, right? <laughs> Whatever it is, they, I hope they that have my to have clients it. clients think that sometimes, oh, that is so going to be our Tinder picture. <laughs> right? Well, you never know. Do they have I Tinder for our. couples? I said our. Well, that's what I mean. Plural. Do they have Tinder for but couples? Yes. yes. Yeah, I did not know that. Well, not real, not literally, but people do use it for that. Oh, good for them. Um, okay, go on. <laughs> And so alternatively, you could actually try to emulate this, but you can be so bad that you will also stand out and you'll be that one person who, who everybody passes the link around and says, oh my gosh, you got to see this, this person's photos on their website. And so this is what I wanted to say is that basically in my head, there's like good style or there's bad style. That seems to be like what the options are. Okay. So we kind of tend to ignore the the averages of the world, right? Um, well, I don't know that there really is an average. <clears throat> where do you consider I mean, yourself? There, there, there is, but like your clients can't differentiate between a fantastic photographer and a good photographer. And that's that's you, know? you just totally ruined this episode. Thank I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> because at the end of the day, that's exactly it. That literally is exactly it. Your client is. Um, basically don't hire them to judge any fashion shows because they're useless. Um, but your client, when they look at photographs on the internet to them, majority of the photographs are better than good enough. So the bar is set pretty low and that's good news because you, all you have to worry about is working on some of the technical aspects, like make sure you crop your photos nicely, you know, even Mm -hmm. if you want to crop during capture, Make sure you expose them nicely. Make sure people are, are looking at the camera and smiling if you want them to and you know they're in focus. Really, your job is quite simple. And your style will come, it will, it will be developed, okay? It's not something that you can just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm going to do this. This is my style from, from now on, right? Um, when I started out... Um, nobody actually told me that, you know, you're going to have to set yourself apart from the competition. Nobody said anything to me. And, and I come from kind of the old school mentality where, you know, you don't, you don't have a career as a photographer. You go to school, you become a lawyer or a doctor and you, you get a good job or you practice, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is you do, you make sure that, you work for somebody and you have certain health benefits and, you know, work benefits. You don't work for yourself, <laughs> right? And so for my dad to be so supportive as he was and actually tell me one day, he goes, just work hard and build a name for yourself. And I was like, whoa, that's the most supportive thing that my parents ever told me. You know, because at first when I told them I wanted to be a photographer, I think my mom lost her shit. She's like, what? <laughs> a photographist? I don't think so. <laughs> it was like, I've just 
told her that I don't want to be her son anymore, you know? (laughs) Reality here, people. Reality. Yeah. Well, because to her, she thought, okay, what's he going to do? He's not going to make it. It's, It's not that she didn't believe in me. She just thought, okay, photography how much money could he possibly make like, you know we just went and we did uh, passport photos and we paid ten dollars like that's all he's gonna do yeah. is get ten dollars and <laughs> so um i knew at some point that to build a to build a name for myself i was going to uh get into some sort of uh groove with with my workflow and uh just just produce these killer amazing quality images that you know i wanted to have an edgy style that people looked at and said yeah i gotta hire this guy and reality is that i missed a much bigger point that i should i should have actually just focused on being consistently good rather than (laughs) having a unique style or a unique filter that i put all over my photos to make them look like they fell into a toilet full of urine or something you know oh my god Uh, wait i need a minute okay (laughs) so many people are going to be offended now well sorry but you know stop (laughs) making all your photos yellow and (laughs) okay go on i'm ready I I just wanted to, it took me a while to realize that my style just needed to be consistently average and mm-hmm. more importantly, it just needed to be consistent that yeah. I just needed to be good. And by being good, I would be better than good enough to all the clients that are looking at my stuff. Unless a photographer who is the same caliber that I am in terms of technicality and, you know, everything else unless they're looking at my images, they're not, nobody else is going to be so, um, geez, I'm losing my train of thought in, in terms of my, of my vocabulary. So here. People aren't going to be as critical. As critical. Thank you. That's exactly the yeah. word I was thinking about. And so that, that's, that's it. That's the key right there. That is the secret, like conversation over, but you know, mm-hmm. how do you arrive at that? Well, well and, yeah. I'll let you talk. Well, you know what's funny is a lot of my clients are super happy with their photos um, just because they look like them. And a lot of the people who hire me, like during their consultation, are saying, we just want to look like us, like ourselves. And I've noticed that it seems to be like the style these days with wedding Mm -hmm. photography to be very moody and like very romantic. Mm -hmm. So the lighting is... um, not dramatic but it's like it's like it was lit with a soft box from like the side in like every shot mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm talking I about do. i do exactly i know exactly what you're talking about and, and, and though i that's like not what this, i do yeah and that's not yeah. what i do like i look at those photos and i'm like my god those are gorgeous and i wish i could do something like that but when i go and shoot a wedding that's just not what i produce right and that's that's okay that actually is okay because you know, you might find, and we are our own our own worst critics, you might find something that looks fantastic, but whether you're held back by your client base, because let's face it, uh, demographics matter, uh, geographical location of your business matters, you could be in an area where these this edgy style just isn't very well accepted. And, okay, right? Petro, just for a second, look at the... Okay. <laughs> Are you serious? Am I am I being I just, lit that way right now by my laptop? 
<laughs> no, I'll post it on I'll post it on the Facebook group later. Okay, I must see it. <laughs> Can you not see yourself? No, of course not. Your face was like off to the side. I could only see the one eye and you were periodically <laughs> looking at me, so it looked really spooky. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're super backlit. Anyway, uh, sorry, go on. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, our listeners. I'm completely losing my train of thought. Thanks to Sophia Lemon over here. I am sorry. We were talking um, about moody photos and yeah, no, I know, I know, I, I know where I am. So basically the geographic location of your business, the psychographics, I mean, if you're in the community full of farmers, uh, trust me, chances are the last thing they want is edgy wedding photos. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I could be wrong. There could be somebody who's very on vogue and just really loves that kind of style. But, but for for other people, priorities are completely different. And the cool thing is, is if you have this edgy style, there's a really good chance you're going to be very busy. You're going to be booking a lot. But I'll be honest with you, you're also going to get a lot of criticism. And I hear this criticism out there about photographers in the area and in the immediate area and just, you know, just in Toronto or Montreal. Uh, I hear other photographers talk about it like, oh, my God, can you see how are they booking people? Can you see what kind of shots they're producing? I can't believe this is a wedding photo. Yeah. And to me, I have to say, like, the clients looking at this know exactly what they're in for, or at least they mm -hmm. think they do. And you, you don't know, they might actually be very unhappy with the images. Um, uh, Eric Rockburn, who emailed us a question a couple of days ago, his style is very unique. It's got, it's very cool. Um, it's not, uh, it's not super edgy, like I was describing just a minute ago, mm -hmm. but I, I will, I will be completely honest that I'd be surprised if he'd never got somebody, if nobody ever told him that we were not, we were expecting something a little bit different. You yeah. know what I mean? I would be very surprised. And I'd love to have him on the show just to talk to him about um, his business and his style. That. Yeah. <laughs> and that too. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everybody says, Eric, we love all our photos. They're amazing. Because cause that's even that's even better. And, and I, I, oh my gosh, I hope I'm not offending him right now because... I know all his clients love his photos. He's he's perpetually booking business like it's nobody's business. And um, I think he's a great example of, uh, you know, if you work hard at it, you're you're going to grow your business and um, it's just going to pay dividends. But uh, but his style is is very unique. And, and, you know, I would be so what I'm trying to say is I would be very surprised if he's never had somebody say, yeah, they look a little different. <laughs> you know, we weren't expecting yeah. this isn't this isn't really <clears throat> us. Yeah. Um, well, that happens. Or that happens. And the, the what I'm trying to say by that is that the individual hiring you actually doesn't really know what they're looking for. Right. They, they really don't. And I can educate people all day long to say, meet your photographer. And if you like them, then book them, worry about their style and their capabilities and if they can actually yeah. do it. Because if you mesh with them, you know, and uh, it's really hard not to get along with this guy. So, um, you know, I know I know he's booking a lot of people just based on his personality alone. And um, when they look at his portfolio, they go, yeah, this is our guy. You know, why wouldn't we book him? So nothing but nice things to say about him. But um, to move forward, to move on a little bit, uh, I don't think anybody will ever tell you how important it is to actually know the technical side of things, to be able to read the lighting, to be able to look at a scene and actually understand, you know, where where your exposure needs to be. Um, if you want a certain look, you know, 
where you need to set your aperture, your shutter speed, what your ISO should be. By by having this basic skill set, this will help you control your style so easily. You'll be able to essentially just perpetuate beautiful photos one after the other on a constant basis. And I think you can't forget about the technical side of things. So if you are struggling, if you started out recently and you said, you know, I want to shoot portraits or I want to do boudoir or I want to do weddings, hopefully you're into weddings, um, you know, and you, you kind of struggling there, you, you're going, oh my gosh, I really don't know what, like, what kind of style should I do? And uh, you're only going to confuse yourself when you're at a wedding. If you think about, okay, I want to make these photos look really soft or really bright or really edgy. Instead, just focus on, um, no pun intended, <laughs> fo- focus on proper exposure and having the detail and focus that you're you're trying to achieve because that will get you closer to kind of developing your style and having that yeah. having that look right i was gonna say that i don't think you really um choose a style so much as you can you can you know practice lighting techniques that you yeah, like you develop it so we've said before we've said before yeah like look at a whole bunch of photos and go out and replicate the conditions in which they were photographed um, well, that, I don't think you choose a style. I no. think your style kind of happens naturally. Well, you need to look for inspiration, right? Because you can't just create yeah. images from nowhere. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And if you can, that's fantastic. But the very first assignment I have for my uh, portrait and wedding photography class at, uh, at the college is um, it's a mock portrait. Uh, so basically, the student has to choose their favorite portrait from a magazine cover. And they have to emulate this. So they don't have to copy it. They just have to emulate the lighting. So what they, what I'm trying to teach them is how to read the lighting in a photograph and then go out and how, and be able to read the lighting on an individual. So whether you're in the studio yeah. environment, so you need to, you need to get inspired. Um, it, it plays an important role in your photography career to, uh, like to, to actually have uh, a body of work that you constantly refer to, whether it's magazine clip outs, whether it's uh, Pinterest, you know, you pin a bunch of photos from online, or even if you save them in a folder on your hard drive, like we used to do 10 years ago, you know, before Pinterest. <laughs> uh, every time I saw a really wicked photo that I loved, I would just save it on my in, in a folder that called in, literally called inspiration. Once in a while, I would just do a little collage and print it out. Essentially, I was I was pretty much printing out like Pinterest pages because I would just put a bunch of a bunch of photos on like an eight and a half by eleven sheet, print them out, yeah. bring them to photo shoots, bring them to a wedding even a few times. Like um, definitely to um, engagement shoots, and this is how I was starting out. This is how I was building my style. And as you work with individuals, you actually. Uh, start developing the style this style starts to develop in based on your mannerisms based on your sarcasm based on your uh, (laughs) ability to tell jokes and get jokes right because let's face it if you are a sarcastic person the way you direct your models the way you direct Mm -hmm. your clients is going to be a, a, a reflection of of yourself right so here's one of the things that i really like doing um I don't really direct my clients very much, like when we're doing mm-hmm. wedding photos and stuff. 
or engagement photos. I don't direct them a whole lot. I mostly have them look at each other and snuggle however they feel comfortable and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think I get a lot of the fun, like, uh, awkward photos, like, um, where they're a little bit embarrassed and then you finally get like a natural smile out of them when I'm telling them like, okay, now put your left hand on his chest and they put their right hand on his chest and I'm like, your other left. Yep. And then they're like, oh, oh shit. Like, oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> um, and then I get, I don't know. I like getting the real smiles and stuff out of people. Um, one of the other things I've noticed is, um, those are the types of photos I tend to take, but for some reason, when I'm looking at other photographers' work, I really enjoy the photos that are dark and moody. Mm -hmm. I, for some reason, I just really like the look of them. But you know, like, so that's that's a sneak peek are... into your soul, right there. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> but my photos would not look good dark and moody for the most part. Every once in a while, one pops out and it's like moody, and I'm like, yeah, but. For the most part, like I'm getting these goofy giggling photos mm -hmm. with people. So I don't like process them so that they're dark and moody. <laughs> well, and that's that's the, th the thing you can you can do a little bit with processing, but a lot of it has to do with how you capture it. And Sophia, yep. um, this other photographer who you might look whose photos you might look at and get inspired by and you say, wow, I really like these. They could be literally looking for these spots to bring their clients to. Yep. And this starts with uh, scouting beforehand, right? Oh, this will look cool. Yep. So it starts there. And that's that's exactly what what I meant by you have to know the technical side of things. You have to know how yeah. the exposure works, how you have to be able to read light. Because once you can read light, you're you're golden. Okay. Um it was a little bit of a, a joke about golden hour there, but eh, we're not gonna get <laughs> we'll go there too much. <laughs> Some people are probably like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> And so I have a funny, a quick funny story for you. Um, so when you, it, it's a two-parter. So, so what I want to say is actually that you're not only going to have to be able to read the light and kind of be able to factor the exposure into it, but you're also going to have to be able to read the person, read your client. Uh, because by reading your client, you'll be, it will, it will dictate how you interact with them, right? If it's, if the entire shoot is awkward sauce, Maybe you should stop being sarcastic and try like to pull a smile or a laugh out of them. Maybe you should just kind of get on their level um, and, and, you know, maybe compliment them or whatever it is. Every, every situation is different. But I've actually, uh, on two occasions in my professional photography career, um, jokingly, uh, when I said to, some, to somebody, okay, put your left hand around her, her waist and, you know, the, the groom puts his right hand around her waist. Um, I've handed the, the camera over to whoever was helping me out there that day. And I said, I can't work with like this. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. And so they start laughing. And literally the minute they start laughing, I would grab my other camera with a 7200 yeah. on it. And I would take two, three yeah. photos. And I'd show them yeah. and they're like, we want this as a canvas in our house. I'm like, yeah. I know. You know, you guys, you guys are so easy to work with. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and um, I, I did a head sh headshot session for a real estate agent yesterday. And uh, I had done his headshots about three years ago uh, in the studio. And then this was a studio in Richmond uh, in London. And then we went outside on Richmond Row downtown. And I just had him do a couple of kind of urban headshots. 
And he could not be more awkward. He was so self-conscious of it. It was, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So this time around, I, I had that in mind, right? And I, and I told him, I said, hey, do you know anybody? You're a real estate agent. Do you know anybody with a wicked house? Like a, just like a model home, essentially. He goes, yeah, my friends just bought this like amazing, literally model home. Um, let's do it there. And so we went there. And because it was his friends, he was super comfortable there. He was actually able to be himself. And um, like the, the photos just look incredible. You know what? I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. going to send you one. It's sort of an outtake. Um, <laughs> I think you're going you're gonna to like it. Uh, and you can, you can tell me what you think. <laughs> I, well, while you're doing that, I was just going to tell you about some headshots that I just did last week. And this client she's just starting to work as a therapist did you send it because i can see you giggling yes, I sent it. <laughs> um she's just starting to work as a therapist so she was flustered she's just moving to owen sound like she had just made an offer on a house and mm-hmm. so she's like just she's a little bit out of it so she starts looking really serious and i'm like do you, do you want to look serious in your photos because the whole time she's talking she's like bubbly and everything she's like well i think that i should look like reasonably serious because people don't want you to like laugh at them. And I'm like, all right, so let's do some serious ones. Let's do some laughing ones because the other thing is like people want to feel comfortable with you, right? Absolutely. And of course the photo that she ended up picking was her with this ginormous smile on her face. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's what she's normally like. That's what she's naturally like. That's what she's going to be like with her clients. So I don't know. Just I, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I where is this photo? It's uh, iMessages. I know I'm oh, all over the place. Oh, you're making me <sighs> making me open my phone, and I was trying to ignore don't people. You, don't you have uh, <laughs> messages set up on your computer? I know, but I closed it because I've been trying to ignore oh, people. Right. <laughs> oh, the cat, <laughs> <laughs> and clearly not his cat. No, it's the people's cat. <laughs> Um, by the way, is he single? (laughs) (laughs) Great, Um, great Tinder picture. I'm going to, I'm going to make him listen to this episode. I'm going to give him a plug. His name is Brad Howard in London air. Brad Howard. Howard. Don't don't give me too much information so that I can go and like Facebook. No, he's married. (laughs) He's Anyways, this Ew. other photo is actually a photo we'll use. But if you look at the bottom right of the picture, you see an orange tail. The cat. <laughs> and so... I like his socks. Right? And that, so I saw that yeah. and I'm like, I want to show that. And so we we got that bench out of a bedroom uh, or that chair. Those are actually their floors. They're like giant marble tile yeah. floors. Um, yeah. Behind him is actually the front door. It's like a double door. It's bright white it's it's amazing right but (laughs) he clearly was so entertained by this cat being in the photo (laughs) he is he okay with us putting these like in the show notes i think you know what let me send you the actual photos because these these are just uh snapshots from the back of the camera this is is too funny so petro sent me two photos from this and i mean the one that you're actually going to use he looks good but the one with the cat, he's just like, like, you can tell what he's thinking. Like, he's like, oh, my God, <laughs> we're seriously doing yeah. this. OK. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? This is this is funny, but this is totally my style, right? I 
when I look at yeah. these, I, I this is me. This is how I, I do portraits. And I love getting the, the side from an individual. Like, I put way too much yeah. effort into this. Like, I just, I think too much about this sometimes. But it comes very easy to me because I've developed it. You know, I've, I've worked at this for a long time. Sometimes when people come to me and they're like, I want a headshot, I will literally plop them in front of a wall, you know, and just say, okay, just stand there, look at me. And, and I get the side out of them that I can tell that it's not really them. You know, it's not yeah. how they perceive themselves. Okay. <laughs> like, like, like me, anytime you try to do headshots with me and I'm like, and you say, you need to relax. I'm, I am relaxed. <laughs> right. As you, as your teeth are literally breaking in your mouth from clenching your jaw. Um, absolutely. It's, it's too funny. And so, so it goes a little bit further, right? But um, just using this client uh, again, as a, as a reference, um, there's so much psychology behind this um and so the owners they were there they were actually sitting off to the side in the living room uh laughing we we were literally having a conversation most of the time this shoot lasted about an hour and a half and i took i think i took about 100 photos right in an hour and a half like that's not a lot and i would have to say that 20 of them were just kind of test shots due to wardrobe changes and so he's like, okay, uh, send me, send me the photos so I can look through them, pick them out. And I'm like, Brad, I'm going to send you half a dozen photos and they're all going to be final, final images. Like when I got the shot, I just moved on, you know, I didn't keep taking it. And so, uh, anyways, um, half of the photos that we're actually using, what happened is he would, he would talk to, to the owner and, uh, I would actually engage in the conversation as well. Which, if you were there watching me work, you would think that I wasted a lot of time. But reality is that I let him relax by talking to the owners of the house. And then as soon as I would talk and he would look back at me to engage in the conversation with me, I would take a picture. Because every time I asked him to look at me, like to pose for me, (laughs) it was Mm -hmm. awkward sauce. Like it was so bad. And you know what? That's a great yeah. idea. I, I think I think it's time I include some photos from something I did on our uh, in our group. And so I'll send you I'll send you the photo of when I asked him to pose for me, and I'll send okay. you the photos of when he was just kind of being natural and being himself. Huge difference. And the one with the orange cat. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and so this cat jumps up on the bench beside him, and. Right away, he's like, do you want me to get rid of the cat? I'm like, no, <laughs> leave him there. We're taking a picture. <laughs> and, <laughs> and of course, the cat's like, look at me. I'm fine. Uh, uh, cat was hilarious. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you. I have, a, I have a little bit more respect for ginger cats lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, partially because we have one, but also after meeting Lego and Ego, they're just oh, yeah. incredible. So Where is Ego? Um, Ego. <laughs> So anyways, um, moving, moving, moving forward a little bit. Uh, Yeah, what are we talking about? (laughs) Yeah, style, right? Uh, Don't be surprised when I tell you that you need to be familiar with your equipment and know how how things work. If (laughs) if your camera um, is a little too cool, like it's, you know, it's white balance is cooler than it should be. Knowing that will help you with your style. You know, if you, if you tend to kind of edit your photos warmer or whatever, just, just knowing how your equipment works will definitely help you with, with getting, with kind of nailing your style. Um, because 
if you if you try to push the elements, if you try to push the limits of this, are you are you looking at me texting and getting distracted? A little bit. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh man, how do I put up with you? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, I, yeah. What about what, what? What do you have to say? What? <laughs> I think the most important thing to me is that don't try to copy someone else's style. And we've talked about this in other episodes. So like I said, your clients can't tell the difference between a fantastic photographer and a good photographer. So Mm -hmm. there's that. Don't try to turn yourself into the latest trend in photography and start copying the post-processing trends that are like really popular this year if that doesn't come naturally to you um just do what makes you happy Mm -hmm. which is why you're a photographer anyway so so the trick to the trick to your to developing your style is to actually um it's it's really it's really simple your job is to be able to evoke a certain level or certain amount of emotion from your client Mm -hmm. so you sophia you have a great um skill at being at getting your people to kind of be silly and giggly and ridiculously happy you know if you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> so so no. you're very good at that <laughs> and and that has become your style so the trick to mm-hmm. the, the this is essentially the whole thing in the nutshell um, the trick to developing your style is your ability to evoke emotion from the client and yeah well you know what's you, funny though is I would have never expected that my style would be to get people to be giggly in photos mm-hmm. based on what I was doing in college. I would have thought that, you know, I might be doing the moody stuff or dramatically lit stuff or whatever. I wasn't doing giggly right. photos in college. Um, so you, there has to be a certain amount of like going out and doing it and like <laughs> seeing how that goes, right? You're writing something down. What are you writing down? What did I say? No, nothing. I'm just writing things down um, so I don't forget them. like you're gonna have to go out in the world and do it a bit to sort of find out what your style Mm is uh, in the appropriate environment so my boudoir photos are completely different than my wedding photos you mean they're not giggling in your boudoir photos (laughs) not for the most part every once in a while they are but most of the time no plus the other thing that i do with my boudoir photos is that i crop them really closely Mm -hmm. so i don't have like a full woman sitting in the frame i crop closely i focus on particular body parts um and like to do sort of a shallow depth of field with everything else um what else so what here's the bombshell that i'm gonna drop um oh no oh no uh, essentially, okay. this is where a lot of us make the make the mistake, and we confuse style with processing. So, having a style is a lot different than you being able to post process an image, because mm-hmm. uh, you know your your mm-hmm. style, your the photo you take, it should it should almost have its own soul. It should almost be its own living organism. You know, it the photo should have life of its own, and that's what's going to separate you from. was that a oh damn it (laughs) yeah that's tank just really wanting his his bone just to break shatter apart or something so your images should should take on the life of of them of their own they they should 
be their own entities. Um, when you when you say something like you know a picture tells a thousand words or something, or is what is it, what's the saying? I don't even know. Picture is worth a thousand words. Do you know what I'm talking about? Something like that. Yeah, I I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I don't know the exact right. wording now. That's what they mean by that. You should be able to look at it and and be able to 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 say like a thousand freaking words and show. <laughs> And count right. every single one so of you, them. So you have to be able to put your heart into it. Um, put your put your own emotion into it sometimes, right? So, you know, don't fake it. If you're a miserable bastard, don't go yeah. out and try to push people to... Make people yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, maybe the wedding photography is not for you. Maybe you shouldn't go out there and make people, you know, miserable bastards like yourself. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. continue continue doing that i think the last thing that i'll say is don't go to for example every wedding assuming that the style will be exactly the same Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have to get to know your clients a little bit and sort of find out what their style is right tailor your service well and what's going to happen is Um, your style is going to evolve into something completely different down the road and very very likely it will actually slightly change this this will happen I promise you. And when this happens, do not push yourself back to where you used to be. What you have to do is roll with it because you grow as an individual. And so to kind of uh, rewind a little bit to the beginning when we started talking about fashion styles, you know, fashion sense and style in fashion, you're not wearing the same type of clothing today as you did, let's say, when you were in college. Thank you. right because you've evolved your style has changed and your style has matured for the most part and this happens in your photography too now it's very easy to be lazy and uh just kind of fall back on the basics and just what you know and you'll see that happen and if you see your photos all of a sudden kind of lose life that's what's happened and i can't name these individuals and i won't uh, I wish I could. I wish I could call them and say, look, you really got lazy. But there's a couple of people that mm-hmm. I went to school with that uh, I've taught in the past that really need sort of a wake-up call because they're posting images and I'm just going like, you've got to be able to see it that it's two stops too dark, you know? You yeah. Know? Well, I do that. I did that like two years ago. You call and the funny thing is, like, you'll take images and you'll be like, yeah, they look great. And then in a year, you'll be like, they look terrible. <laughs> what was I thinking? What was you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap up, I mean, um, w- as you start out, hopefully you will realize that something that will set you apart will be your unique style. And as you develop your style, keep in mind that it. Style is more than just post-processing. Style is how you shoot, how you get your subjects to interact. And your job is to be able to evoke emotion from these individuals. It's how you write emails to people. (laughs) It's how you tell them off after they responded. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tell her off. You should have. I, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm making a conscious effort to, to just... 
tell everyone to, to tell everyone to piss off if they're not happy with me anymore. <laughs> well, if I had looked at her profile picture, I probably should have said something like, "Listen, I don't want to offend you, but this is not an appropriate professional headshot." <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, whatever. You, you know, and you have to kind of consider why are some people on LinkedIn anyways? Perhaps she's on LinkedIn because somebody told her she has to be or she's why are some people miserable with no sense of humor <laughs> or like no sorry, i, I what, can't i on? can't answer that <laughs> i cannot answer that at all like uh, that's my day-to-day life i i deal with some yeah, individuals yeah. that i'm just like you, do you not know that your life is finite and you're gonna be you know dead in mm-hmm. 20 years like can you just make the best of it please it, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I would like to hear you say that to someone. <laughs> you know, I just, I just don't talk to them. I just kind of do something well. else. And um, yeah, I, I was able to realize this really, really early in my life. It's almost like I had a little midlife crisis before I was even thirty. You probably did. <laughs> but go on. I kind of grew up and matured really fast. Um, <laughs> no, and the, a lot of the reason why I decided to. Uh, move forward from my career with uh, Fancher College had to do with um, just the work environment I was in. You know, I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, I didn't feel that what I was doing uh, was uh, helping anybody out anymore. And I, you know, yeah. it, to me, it was just a paycheck, but I wasn't happy. And I, mm-hmm. I am an educator um through and through i i love uh i love teaching i absolutely love doing what i do now and i have to admit that being a younger program at the place that i work at now it's a completely different environment and being a smaller program uh where i'm the only person teaching a class i have a little bit more creative control over the content and therefore, mm-hmm. I can deliver it differently, and I don't have to kind of worry about conforming with people who are just, you know, two years from retirement, and they don't even really want to be there. <laughs> so, again, yes. you know you know exactly mm-hmm. where I'm coming from, and, and yeah. that's, there's a lot to be said to that. And, you know, the, the sooner you realize this, the sooner you'll be able to apply this to, to, your, to your shooting style, um, you know, because... I I feel that I'm a very free individual. Uh, I'm not really tied down to anything, you know, like uh, I, I have some constant work and jobs that I do, but for the most part, I set my own schedule, right? Um, yep. And just having this freedom, just it, it allows me to kind of be a little bit lazy and book a photo shoot starting at 4 p.m. instead of 10 a.m., Right. Um, And literally this headshot session that I was talking to you about, we could have done it at 10. We could have done it at noon. We could have done it at one. Um, I said, I want to do it at two o'clock because weirdly enough, in my mind, I just didn't want, I knew that if we started in the morning, I would feel like, I would feel like there's so much to do today still that I just want to get this done. But but, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But by being able to do a couple of things in the morning and then go to the photo shoot at two o'clock. I knew I got a lot of work out of the way and now I can kind of take my time and, and do what I need to do, which is what I needed to do to get this individual to, um, <laughs> yeah, are you true. making fun of me? Cause I just said, do, 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 do. And 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but that, this is this is what I needed to do to get this individual to react to evoke the emotion that I was after, right? And we're only talking about a headshot yeah. for a real estate agent. Okay. Now the final use is going to be on a billboard. So that means that he's going to be you know thirty feet tall somewhere uh, in the middle of the city, and millions of people are going to see him. Well, hundreds of people are going to see yeah, him. Yeah. By a the way, times. much better real estate portrait than i have seen right real estate exactly. portraits are terrible exactly and and i'm not doing it on purpose to right i'm not i'm not pushing i'm not trying to reinvent the wheel i just know what real estate photos look like and i'm trying to make them the way i like them my style right yep. and so yeah. so hopefully that makes sense and i hope that people who listen to this uh uh, podcast go to double explorer show group on facebook to actually see the images that are in question and uh mm-hmm. give some feedback and uh you know what i'm not really looking about you at, at, i'm not looking for feedback if you have feedback for me you can just shove it i don't care um <laughs> but uh, hopefully you can see what i'm talking about where i'm coming from um about you know evoking emotion and uh and going after what you're trying going after what you're trying to achieve so Yep. On that note, mm-hmm. I think it's time to end. <laughs> so, if this was your first time listening, we hope you have learned something new. You can share your feedback on this episode on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. Thanks to Benjamin Edward for our artwork and Ben Sound for our theme music. The podcast is released every Wednesday and you can find show notes for this episode at doubleexposure.show slash episodes slash 22. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a five-star review at doubleexposure.show slash iTunes. Tell your friends, share us with your coworkers, and we will talk to you next week. Until next time. Pizza time.